This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Attention, whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Hold on to your butt. And here we go. From the historic Infinite Potato Studios, this is Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. Smoke and mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Hasta la vista, baby. Join us as we dive deep into all fandoms and genres of cinema and television. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. No gatekeeping. No toxic fandom. A monkey's might fly out of my butt. Now, only inches from a tall glass of Diet Mountain Dew. Just give me something without any sugar in it, okay? Here is your host, Sean Ray. Sean. Shawnee, you're feeling a little loose? Never the Sean dog, because that's just lame. And I've never been one to chase balls. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. I am not Sean Ray. Uh, so today is actually Labor Day, widely considered in the United States, the official end of the summer season. So I figured we would use this episode to wrap up um, some of the summer viewing that we I'm going to say potato wins. That's not right. We need to come up with a name for us. Spuds. No. <laughs> uh, that we on the network <laughs> have seen this summer. We haven't had that many episodes of Cosmic Potato. So a lot of uh, movies that really in other years would have just gotten their own episodes uh, kind of uh, blew past us. So this is going to be a uh, an all-inclusive summer wrap-up. Um, we might still do separate episodes that focus on particular movies but for now this is the uh the wide swath brush that we're painting them all with joining me in the virtual studio tonight rick i also am not sean ray scott but am i neek i'm definitely sean ray you guys can't see this on the video, but she has her hood up. She looks kind of Darth Sidious when she said that. It was perfect. <laughs> yes, yes. And Virginia. I'm not sure if I'm Sean Ray. You know what? Sean tells me that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is uh, we're going to go through... I haven't written... A, <laughs> I haven't made a list of every movie that came out in 2023 but I've made a list of a lot of movies that came out in 2023, um, you know, to date. And uh, we're going to go through initially, and because I'm me, spoiler free, just a quick, have you seen it? Do you want to see it? Should other people see it? You know, quick one or two sentence review. And then after we go through all of those, um, we'll talk about some of the movies more um, in depth. <laughs> I'm laughing because like I pride myself on having big vocabulary and doing big with words 
you but talk I goodly. I can't think of the word that wants it'll come to me like in halfway through the episode. And we'll talk about it more decisively. No, conclusively, no, definitively, no. That's not it. Substantially. What's that? Exhaustively? No. Substantially. Substantively, maybe. Ah, substantively. Mm, mm. Good one. Mm. Group that felt good to say. Yeah. <laughs> right? My <Okay>. God. <laughs> First movie. Uh, and and uh, Sean, of course, is with us in spirit, but I hate that he's not actually here because I know that he's seen a lot of the, shall we say, more popcorn-based movies that maybe he and I might have been the only ones who have seen. <laughs> All right. Uh, first on the list, Megan, about the homicidal little android girl. Small wonder she's killing everyone. Rick, seen it? Negative. Scott? Uh, no, I wanted to. Neek? Nope. Virginia. No, but I also went to. I saw it. It was fine. Magic Mike's Last Dance. Ah. Neek. No. Oh, Virginia. No, but I definitely went to. Scott or Rick. (laughs) No, I haven't seen any of them. Can I just say like a small sidebar here is that it has been my longtime goal to get the Cosmic Potato guys to watch magic mike xxl with me not the first one not the last one the middle one is such like a bro road trip movie it's like great it's my mission please continue john all you had to do was ask you want to do a we haven't done a watch along in forever i'd be down for that i'm down for that totally yeah I haven't not seen the the Magic Mike movies because I don't want to. I just haven't seen them. I, mean, I love that I that I take over the show for one episode and I completely derail it. So Sean, we're watching Magic Mike XL. Strap <laughs> <laughs> in, Sal. You can't Step leave in. us alone for five minutes. I in. Strap in. Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh Quantum my God. <laughs> uh, Virginia, seen it? I have not seen it. Neek. I saw it. It was not good. <laughs> Scott uh, I I also saw it I don't know if I would describe it as not good I would say it was not great would you recommend it, it? Um, uh, for people who are following the MCU I would say yeah um, if you're looking for just like something to throw in and you don't really care much about the MCU you can probably give it a skip Rick not only did I not see it I'm smug about that uh, of course, uh, you are. let me I let me dig it. out my shocked face. Hold on, I, I, see it it. I thought it was fine. Uh, it was about what I expect from an Ant Man film. Um, it, it was different in scope, perhaps, but you know, um, action comedy, the action, the, the acting was fine, the villain was good. Cocaine I, I bear. Did, I, I've always enjoyed Jonathan Majors and pretty much everything I've seen him in. So I did like that part. Yeah. Cocaine bear. Scott. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> Virginia. I have not, but I probably will. Neek. I forgot about that one. I meant to see it and never did. Rick. The only thing I know about it is the title and then it became a punchline for a while. What is it about? Can, it's can about a bear that does cocaine. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Okay. It really is. Okay. So, like he uh, finds a stash of cocaine or something and gets into it and then he goes on a cocaine rampage. Basically, quick summary. Um, there's a cocaine shipment that's, I think it's in like the Florida 
no, it's actually, it's like in like South Carolina or something. But anyway, um, planes flying overhead, uh, it dumps the cargo, the, targo, the cargo's co cocaine, lands in the woods, Bear does all the cocaine, goes on a killing spree. It is gory and hilarious. Okay. Uh, it is gory. Two adjectives you don't often hear together. You gory hear and hilarious. I'm going to say twice more as I'm reviewing these films. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Creed three, Scott. I think you might be the only one who's seen this. I I did see it. I enjoyed it. A again, another Jonathan Majors the uh, <laughs> uh, performance. Um, and I had I had seen the first two Creed movies uh, for the first time quite recently before I saw the third one. So I was able to tack it right on and get the entire trilogy in a short span of time. I I thought it was good. Uh, maybe not as good as the first two, but it was still solid. I've seen the first two. I've not seen this one yet. It's in my it's in my queue now because it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, oh, I was about to ask you. Um, you said not quite as good as the other two. Is, does it? I don't really consider this a spoiler. Would you say that it is a conclude like it is a finale to a trilogy, or just it's the latest in the series? Uh, it. I would say that it that it wraps it up. I would not expect more in the series. Okay. Speaking of series, Scream Six. Has anyone seen this? No. Nope. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the Scream movies. This may be a shock to y'all too. I saw um, the first one low those many years ago, and that was it. I've seen the first several. I think I got up to maybe four. I, I might have gotten as far as three. Um, enjoyed what I saw, but also me. I, I tried to watch the first Scream movie and I got as far as Drew Barrymore's boyfriend getting murdered and I was like, this is not what I thought it would be and I'm not the audience for this and I went away. 65. That's the um, Adam Driver film where he's the space explorer lands on prehistoric Earth. Mm -hmm. Has anyone seen it? I have not even heard of this. this the trailer totally blew the, the gag. So it was like, why bother? <laughs> Well, okay. at least that's that was the that's what I took from the trailer was like, if you hadn't told me where what this was, I probably would have seen it. But. OK, um, I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. Have fun, folks. The marketing, the marketing was just like rolling off of my phone. They were running trailers for that so often. Yeah, it, it was a lot. I think they thought that it was very clever and it may be I, I can either speak for or against this film. Um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. No, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I did not see Shazam. I did not see it. Shazam. I... You did? Yep. I thought it was I cute. Like it. I thought it was fine. Did you like the first one? Would you say you liked yes. it more or less than the first? Uh, not as much as the first one, but it, I thought it was a, a solid follow-up. I saw it. I, I think I liked it maybe a little bit more. I felt like the, the writing was a little bit better. Scott. Um, I saw it. I didn't love it. It was it was fine. I didn't regret watching it, but I I wasn't a huge fan of it. I've also I, I'm not the biggest fan of Lucy Liu, and she was a, a big part of it. Heretic? How All right, dare so Scott you needs to leave the podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> so fun. So fun oh. having you on, Scott. Maybe next time we'll we'll uh, where is this coming from? What do you have you against Lucy Liu? Uh, I will be the first one to admit that maybe I haven't seen enough uh, enough stuff with Lucy Liu in it. 
but a lot of it, and I know it's not the best movie to, to base an opinion off of, but I, I did not care for her performance in the Antonio Banderas, Woody Harrelson vehicle, play it to the bone. Dude. I just thought the performance was not good. Okay. I'm going to say play it to the bone is probably not the best example of Lucy. <laughs> she, she did. She did great chops. in kill bill. I'll, no denying. She, she did great in kill bill. Did you, did you ever watch uh, Ally McBeal? No. Or the it was show not, that, I was not the audience for that, so I went away. The, the, the show Sherlock. Uh, she is Watson. No, the I, I watched the BBC version, not the American. Okay, that was the most visceral reaction I've had to someone saying that they didn't like someone or something I've had in a while. Yeah, well, thank it, you for bringing uh, that out of me, Scott. I I appreciate it. It took me by surprise, y'all. It, it is the first time I've ever heard anyone say it. it's like hearing someone go, you know what, soup sucks. I know people who don't like soup. It's a consistency thing. You know, it's like someone, Dolly Parton, not a fan. Never heard it in my life. How dare you? How <laughs> it was dare an example, you? Virginia. I know, I wasn't but that's, really that's the visceral reaction is even hearing it, not knowing, I mean, knowing you don't mean it. It's still like those her. words uttered together. That's just, a, uh, yeah. I, I would strongly urge you to see her in other stuff because yeah. she's, amazing but you're you're allowed to dislike her as well right and and for what it's worth she was low on the list of things that i wasn't wild about with uh, shazam 2 john wick chapter four i we watched sorry no i'm sorry go ahead right we watched three over the summer because we hadn't gotten no we had seen one and two, mm-hmm. but we're like, oh, the fourth one's out, but we haven't seen the third one yet. And we watched the third one, and by the time it was over, we were just so exhausted. <laughs> we're just like, I don't think we can deal with four right now. That's fair. Uh, I have not seen any John Wick movies, which apparently is something I should rectify. It is definitely something you should. Well, one and two, no need to rectify. <laughs> Not even for the sake of what it is. Is it Keanu Reeves that's in the movies? It is Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Strongly, I am. I. I could see you really liking John Wick. I could also see you really hating John Wick. That's a, this is a tough one, because it is like either way, essence. I blame you. What? If know. you like it, you'll blame me. Yes. Okay. Scott. You you get the credit if she likes it, but if she doesn't like it, I ha- it's all your I ha- fault. But I haven't actually recommended it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you said I could either love it or hate it, and you right, it was a why, tough call. Which is why I've not, uh, you know, relayed whether or not I think you. Should... You know what? I'll say this. Um, I'm trying to think of a similar. It is extreme. You know, how about RoboCop? Did you, have you seen RoboCop? I have not seen RoboCop. Mm. Uh, have you seen Cocaine Bear? I have not seen <laughs> Cocaine Bear. I know, that's all I got. Scott. So if you, in case you don't know, I have this show called Wait You've Never Seen, where there's a bunch of movies that I haven't freaking seen. <laughs> All right, well, if you want to do the original RoboCop, I'm totally there for it. <laughs> watch, watch the first John Wick. 
and I don't, I, you know, I won't even say watch the whole thing. You'll get a feel for what this is probably 30 minutes in. And yeah. if you're into it, keep watching. And if you're not, feel free to tap out. Because okay. all, okay. all of the John Wick films are like this, or like the first <laughs> 30, 40 minutes of John Wick 1. Got it. Uh, I love them. Uh, I just literally earlier today finished watching um, chapter four, which is the one that came out this year. Um, I didn't see it in the theater. I was on a, <laughs> I was on a plane ride, uh, and I realized that it was available for viewing, probably thirty minutes into the flight, and so I was about thirty minutes shy of the end. Just finished watching it earlier, and actually it was about an hour. I was about an hour short from the end, and uh, it was fantastic, as good as all the others. Scott, um, I saw. I've seen all four of them. I, I completely enjoy the entire quadrilogy i think they are i, I think they're tons of fun yeah does does four pick up a little bit because i i really thought by the but towards the end of three i was finally starting to go all right this is really stretching it did you say pick up a little like you feel like there's not enough action <laughs> no 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 i just it just it was it was starting to get tedious by the end of three what are you asking does four get better or is it? I, is it I just still... feel like if if, if it... you feel like it was getting tedious, this is not the franchise for you. I mean, for me, it, it was is... tedious after like ten minutes of the first <laughs> the first one. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm I will... exaggerating. It's fine for what it is, but like, if that's not your thing, then this is not the franchise for you. Well, Agreed. we. But but the thing is, I enjoyed all. You know, I enjoyed two and three quarters of the film, but by of the films, but by the end of three, it was kind of like. I've never said okay. this, but that was really over the top, even for John Wick. And then right, I would well, say, don't watch four. I yeah, say this yeah, not having I, seen it. You, you said the magic words. You said over the top. And the one thing that I can say about the John Wick series, I think it's one of the best descriptors, is it, you watch the first one, and you know th this is their style. This is what this is what they're going for. And each film, four included, there, it's still wall to wall action movie, but they're gonna amp it up a little more and then amp it up a little more and along with that the lore of the world that they're in it's going to expand and be more all-encompassing and you see more of it so by the time you get to four nothing makes sense everything is <laughs> is blown up to a ridiculous degree but if you're liking it then it's it's great okay uh, yeah I, I will say um over the top action is, you know, the the hallmark of the film. I completely agree about the world building. Um, yeah, I mean, if you, <laughs> yeah, for me that is not a bug; it's a feature. Okay. It it is it is going that to... that's a perfect answer. If, so yeah, so uh, spoiler. There's lots of guys trying to kill John Wick, and John Wick kills lots of guys. He is, come on, I mean, come on, man. He is very, he is very creative. <laughs> he is very resilient. He is very determined. Um, that continues through the fourth film. Okay. <laughs> yeah. With, with each film, each film uh, resets what the top is, so the next film has to go yes. over the top of the last film. So each, each one gets gets more extreme I, it's, yeah it's i i appreciate that john wick is not 
a ostensibly he is not superhuman when like he sustains damage <laughs> he just doesn't he's just like well either i will kill them or they will kill me so he's he's they might throw him off a building but if he survives he is going to come back up and kill you <laughs> i without going into details i have to say i think that the fourth movie they might have like low-key very like silently say yeah he's a he's a he's a superhero now just (laughs) because stuff has happened in the fourth movie that's just not okay it's it's no more insane than the other movies that's how i feel Uh, Um, i think it is but that's why i love it (laughs) that's fair uh okay we didn't and and let me just clarify we didn't say we weren't going to watch it we just haven't yet no no i i i if you like the first three i suggest you watch the last one the latest one i should say yeah um yeah i'll skip that one renfield where decide uh, if i wanted to or not i will say that it is i think it's free on peacock or paramount plus one of those um so if you have those it's free I watched it. It was fun. Also, <laughs> this is another time I will use uh, over-the-top fun action gore. It is not a deep film. It is gory fun. Has anyone else seen it? Sorry, Renfield? Is that what you said? Yes. I've not even heard of it. Uh, Nicholas Holt is Renfield and Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Wait. Is... No. Nick, Nicholas, Nicholas Cage King. is Dracula. Okay, okay, right, right, right. And I have is... not seen it, but I want to. It's fun. See, Nicholas Cage is kind of a turnoff for me. I have to be yeah, I'm not kind a of dragged of... into a because he overacts. I've only seen him in two films that I thought he that that I liked him in. Uh um adaptation where he was brilliant mm-hmm. and uh um kick ass uh here he plays dracula yeah enough <laughs> <laughs> said it's pretty it's pretty on brand probably it well, so is it's it's kind of a perfect fit frankly it, let, let me let me just put this out as a as a, a, a i don't know as an explanation ghost rider is one of the few comic book characters i've i've read the comics of and i thought cage totally ruined you, it you do not need to explain anytime anyone says nicholas cage is the best actor ever or the worst actor ever <laughs> they're right it's yeah. fair <laughs> yeah. dungeons and dragons honor <laughs> among thieves i think this is one that probably most of us have seen mm-hmm. i saw uh, it yes great rick we really enjoyed it i it, i was i had low expectations going in because of the first D movie 20 years ago but uh <laughs> It was actually my wife's and my first date, that movie. Oof. Oh, that's nice. And yet we you still, anyway. Yeah, we still got <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was fine. It was fun. Um, I, you know, it it didn't blow blow my mind, but it also was an, an enjoyable film. Mm-hmm. Virginia. Um, I thought it was fine as well. Um, I always enjoy a movie with Chris Pine in it. Um I couldn't tell you a single solitary uh, piece of the plot, you know, a couple months after the fact that I watched it. 
but I remember like I remember having a good time and you know oh that was a cute movie and you know an evening well spent and there were lots of little easter eggs for D&D players yes and 80s kids yeah I liked it a lot Uh, I agree I thought it like yeah I sort of forgot about it so you mentioning it was like oh yeah i really enjoyed that so it's not like groundbreaking it's not life-changing but it's an enjoyable way to spend a couple hours yep scott um i i did enjoy it um i was i was worried about it again for the same reason as rick you know you, you got to be careful if you're going to try to adapt D into a movie it wasn't I felt it was it was kind of predictable. It didn't really surprise me at any point, but it was uh, it, it was entertaining. It was funny when it wanted to be. I thought the effects and the action were uh, were fun to watch. Uh, I liked the movie enough that I uh, made a poster and recast the entire movie with us. You sure did. Uh, I also really liked it. I also was. I don't say hesitant. I was wary. Like I, I was out of like I like the cast, so I figured I was going to go see it. Um, I am not really a D and D player, but you know I I know enough about the world to I think to appreciate it. And I was a fan of the cartoon in the eighties. Um, I feel like this was kind of a perfect summer movie. It's you know it's it's bright and colorful and fun like you said it's a good way to spend two hours uh i smiled at it the action was actiony the jokes were jokey uh, the acting was decent the plot was fine plot was actually a little bit better than i was expecting uh it was good nice um nice groundwork for them to have a franchise everything you want in a summer film and what I like about what they did with this movie is if they're going to look at the possibility of a franchise, they don't even necessarily need to bring the same actors and characters back. Yeah. They, I think they did a decent job of setting the tone of the world that they're in, that they could tell a, a new story with, with different characters just set in the same world. And they could mm-hmm. probably get away with it. I will, I will say this. Kind of my biggest criticism isn't necessarily of the movie, um, but uh, Justice smith i believe that's his name right uh who played the magician the wizard Mm -hmm. the magic user um i'm i really kind of wanted to see him different play different roles like (laughs) i feel like he was in the pokemon movie he was in like jurassic world and he always kind of plays the squirrely cowardly guy who kind of doesn't want to be there but you know kind of steps up when the time is right okay just do it do another thing not a criticism against a movie or even necessarily against him uh but you know spread your rings little bird what movie uh, is that might not be up to him <laughs> i mean he's probably auditioning for all sorts of things and he's i'm sure he cast is. when he gets casted yeah that- but oh, also look, it, you auditioned it, the- uh, look i'm fine let's just say it's not completely up to him i would also say he probably has some say in it and again i don't it's not even that i'm not liking his performance but you know i I feel like if we want to blame the hollywood machine they will cast you in the stuff that they've seen you do so if you want to do different things if you want to be casting different things also do different things 
and, and Rick stepped away from the microphone, so just to fill him in, we're talking about the wizard from Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. He's not gonna. Okay, I'm cutting all that out. He's not gonna. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if Rick has seen the Pokemon movie. The one. Well, the one... actually. Detective Pikachu. What, Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu? I, I saw yeah. a lot of it. I haven't seen the whole thing, but Sharon's watched it a few times, and I've watched yeah, some of you it. Were, you were in the room when it was on. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of another kind of made for summer summer movie, Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm assuming Rick has not seen it, and Scott has. Is that right? Uh, you are correct about me, Scott. What do you think? Um, it and again, it was entertaining enough. I I had an evening free. I sat down. I I think I like made a pizza and I watched a movie and it was fine. I didn't regret it. But uh, as with uh, Dungeons and Dragons, there weren't really any surprises. I felt that this movie was made with safety in mind a lot more than D and D. They mm-hmm. they they kept it as with as many soft round edges as possible to try to please as many old school Mario fans as they could and never be offensive about anything. Well, I mean, it's based on Mario brothers. What offensive would they do? I, I, I don't know. I, I got nothing. <laughs> but like, like even the jokes from the movie, there's like, you know, n- I don't remember any jokes that could be considered like, oh, that's like a double entendre. The 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 grown-ups will get that on a different level. Where you know they do jokes like that in some kids' movies, but this one, no, this was Do you consider that a negative? Um only insofar as I'm a grown-up and I would get the jokes <laughs> if they made them. But no, as a general negative, no. Neek, have you seen it? Well, yes. Um, I, I've also seen, you know, the live action Mario Brothers and I saw that whatever. What was it like? There was a cartoon in the 80s or maybe the there 90s. Where, Super like, Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah. And they, yeah. Yeah. And they opened with, again, like a live action Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. And so my, my point being, if you've seen those things, then yes, you can do something with the Mario Brothers that would be offensive. well played so but no this one i thought was uh was good i will admit i fell asleep during it not because it was bad i was just tired and i also i watched it with someone who's like super well super into super Super mario Mario, super into anything (laughs) nintendo and so every two seconds he was like explaining the references to me the ones that I didn't get myself. I mean, you know, I, I'm i not a video game person, but, you know, I did exist in <laughs> the 80s, so I'm, I'm familiar. Um, so, yeah, I thought for what it was, it was good. In spite Agreed. of my sleepiness. I, I, <laughs> I, I saw it with, um, I saw it with my kids and my uh, nephews, and it was, it was, it was fun. It was, it was what I wanted it to be. It was. It didn't suck, basically. <laughs> I wanted it to not suck and um, have like references to stuff that I recognized, and it didn't, and it did, and it was great. Uh, Virginia, have you seen it? I have not seen it, but I am planning to. I actually thought about watching it yesterday, and I forgot. But yes, I am planning to watch it at some point. 
Okay. Uh, on my list is Evil Dead Rise. I'm guessing no one of this crew has seen that. No. no. It's, oh, oh it's... that's the... Okay, yeah, no. no mm -hmm. That's the new, the new batch of Evil Dead that's actually scary as opposed to right. Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... I haven't seen it. It's it's in my queue. I when it was coming out, I made a point to watch its its preceding film to get ready for it. I just haven't sat down to watch uh, the latest one yet. I've always been a big fan of the original series, so I want to get them all. Yeah i I've seen all the other Evil Dead's. I'm. I haven't been a fan of like straight horror in a while because it all kind of, you know, whatever. Um, so I may see it. I may not. Meh. Uh, polite society. Uh, it's like oh, Hollywood action movie, like step women. I, I, so this is one of the cases where I can't tell you too much about it because I don't want to spoil myself on it. Cause it's one of the movies that I'm definitely planning to see. Um, wondering if any of you have seen it yet or even heard of it to see it i keep meaning to watch that and i always i am a very forgetful person but yes i am planning to watch it at some point never heard of it at, at first i thought i'd never heard of it but now i'm starting to remember I've, I've seen a trailer or two but it didn't really make it out of my radar it's on peacock i think right uh yes i think yeah i think that and super mario brothers are now on peacock um nick have you seen it or know of it uh no i feel like if you give me a little more it'll ring a bell because it's ringing a tiny little bell right now but either way no i've not seen it all right um okay let's jump to guardians of the galaxy 3 Another one that I presume most, if not all of us, have seen. I have uh, not. Didn't we do a show about it? Uh, did you? I, I feel I, like you, maybe you did. I thought I we did. I think we did. We did, yeah. All right. Then listen to that episode. I also enjoyed that movie. <laughs> Fast and Furious 10. Fast X, I think is what it's called. Which sounds like a drug. This is where Sean should be here. <laughs> Um, it's on my list. I will probably see it at some point. I think Chris may have seen it too. Chris also, obviously, Christy Philippus, not here tonight. Has anyone seen it? Any of us Native. seen it? Many I have seen. not seen a single Fast and Furious movie. I've I only think, seen the first one. I think you would enjoy them, Nick. I think they're <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I think they're so dumb. You would, as Rick would say, get a kick out of it. You know, it's it's not like something I set out in my life to like not see these movies. It, I just, yeah, I just never got around to it. And now it's been so long that it, it, it sort of has become a point of pride where I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm just not even in that world. Like... Oh, it's, it's, you're not I wouldn't say like it's anything that you have to see but I think I it might have been a Father's Day I used to have like a Father's Day tradition where I would uh, just watch all of the dumb movies that no one in my family would watch with me <laughs> like this, this is dad's time <laughs> so I, I, I did like a marathon of the Fast and Furious they're, they're, they're fine they're fine 
Um, I saw the I, first one when it was new on VHS. Yeah, I don't know that I, I I'm not gonna say like it's not it's not like John Wick where like if you watch one you've got to watch the next one to see what happens. You don't. The same <laughs> thing happens. That <laughs> yeah. thing that happened is gonna happen again. They're they're driving cars. Um, okay, so. As I've noted, I've also included movies that I haven't seen yet, but are on my list to, to see. I don't know if any of you guys have seen these. Um, you Hurt My Feelings, starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. No. A very good comedy. Yes, you've seen it? Or yes, seen I've it? seen it, and it was excellent. It looks really good. Never heard of it. Uh, you want to give a spoiler-free synopsis, Nick? Uh, it's about a bunch of, like privileged white people in New York being privileged and complaining about their problems that aren't really problems, but I found it compelling as a privileged white person, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I did want to see it, but now <laughs> No, I mean No, it looks it looks really it, good. it is it that, it but it's simple. also I would say the central dilemma I found very relatable. And I think anyone would relate to it. All right. Um, as I say, it is on my list. Hopefully I can watch it and report back at some point. The live action Little Mermaid, which um, through a series of uh, ridiculous and extended circumstances, I have not seen. Totally on my alley in every way, I have not seen it. Uh, who am I? I have seen has? it. I have seen it. Okay. How was it? I liked it. Um, I feel like, I mean, how can you compete with the vocals of Pat Carroll as Ursula? So I feel like Melissa McCarthy was, she really was, it was an uphill battle and I don't know if she quite made it, but overall, I, I really liked it. I thought it was cute. Um, you know, there are some classic songs from the animated version that I was familiar with and there were a couple of new songs so that was cool too mm -hmm. um so yeah it was it was fun all right you know I don't love spoilers but does he kiss the girl <laughs> sorry uh who else has anyone else seen it <laughs> I was very very glad that my daughter had no interest in seeing it because I despise the story with a flaming passion and I'm sure the songs are great and I'm sure the performances are great, but I hate that story so much that I was you, very glad to not have to watch it. You hate the story because of the way Disney has perverted it or you hate yeah. the source material? Okay. Well, just the the change everything about yourself to get the guy you love is just... Okay, I, I, so it's... the yeah. Okay. Scott, right. have you seen it? Uh, I have not. Um, for no real particular reason other than... I saw the live action Beauty and the Beast remake and I decided I don't really need to see the live action remakes of the classic Disney animated films. I grew up with those films and they're just fine for me the way they are. I um, They don't need to stop making them. I'm just not going to go see them. I didn't. Well, I saw um, Beauty and the Beast and it was meh. The, the live action version. I saw The Lion King. Obviously, live action is a relative term because I saw the <laughs> CGI animated remake of The Lion King. <laughs> uh, yeah. They did not use actual pigs. Um, <laughs> actually, I fell asleep on it. I didn't particularly enjoy it. 
I thought the live-action Aladdin was pretty good. Um, obviously, this is not in comparison to the original animated film, just on its own merit. I thought it was fine. Um, and The Little Mermaid, I think, comes out on Disney+, Plus. I think, like, in a day or two or, or you know, sometime this week. So I will probably have seen it by the end of this week. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Damn you, Sean. Am <laughs> 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 uh, I right in thinking I'm the only one here who's seen it? Scott? I, I have not seen it. Um, I did get my hands on the whole series. Eventually, I'll, I'll binge the whole thing, like it or not. But <laughs> I, say, I don't know if you need to do that. <laughs> uh, I thought it, I, w- I will say, I think I don't think I've seen all the Transformers movies. I basically quit watching after the third one. But, you know, just through osmosis and being in dentist's office and at family reunions and babysitting nieces and nephews, I have maybe seen most of the Transformers movies. <laughs> um, none of them are uh, good. <laughs> but I would say this one was not bad. It was fine. It was fine. It, it, I wouldn't call it a good movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's anything that you need to see as an action movie fan or a Transformers fan. But if it happens to be on you happen to be there, you're probably not going to hate you yourself. <laughs> you're not going to try what to a escape. ringing endorsement. That's as good as I can get. You'll probably not cut your wrist before the end of the film. So. It wasn't. It was fine. It was fine. Um, you know what I've needed to see it on opening night. I didn't, for the record. No. Are you fine waiting until it's on some streaming service that you already have access to? You sure are. You bet your bottom dollar, you sure are. <laughs> um, going back to Disney films, Elemental. Nope. Anybody seen it? No, I slept on that one. I mean, if it comes across my, my screen, I'll absolutely watch it. Because I like most of what Pixar puts out, but I haven't gotten to it. Uh, Virginia, you say you have not seen it or you have? I have not seen it. I saw it. It was, I mean, you know, the bar for a Pixar film is pretty high. Um, I thought it was, it was a good movie. I wouldn't call it a classic. It was, it was good. I don't, you know, it was fine. It was pretty predictable because she's fire and he's water, <laughs> but they're in love. What's going to happen? Well, I mean, you know. Steam. Yes, theme <laughs> happens. It was fine. We're, get, we're getting my my daughter is at the age now where a lot of this stuff, a lot of these movies that we probably would have seen a year or two ago, she's now not interested in. And a movie like Elemental, where it really looks like they pretty much put everything out in the trailer. Uh, pretty much. They, we it was like, you want to see it? No, okay. <laughs> I, wasn't gonna I mean, fight there's, with her. there's some nice, you know, not very subtle subtext. Um, and there are a couple of nice surprises. And it, you know, the the, the story flows, no pun intended, the story flows pretty well. Um, but it's not, you know, 
it, it is it is not what I would say like a top tier Disney release. Like you're fine. It's it's like uh, was it Onward or Soul? Which that was good. Onward was really enjoyed good. them. I I enjoyed yeah. them both, but also, um, again, I don't know if I would call it a classic. Yeah, but I I enjoyed them both, and I and I enjoyed um, Elemental as well. Okay, so. I've skipped over this because I know I'm going to probably try to spend some time on it, but we don't have to. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Saw it? Um, did not see it. Uh, Nika shaking her head no. As, yeah, as I haven't see seen it, it yet. No, I did plan to. Did you see the first? Yeah. Enjoyed it? I did as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's on my list. Uh, it is now uh, available on demand. Um. Rick, what did you think? I need to rewatch it because I couldn't stay awake through it. And initially I was like, this movie is really boring. But in retrospect, especially after hearing I mean, how I'm many feeling people, some Lucy Lou vibes right now. Well, no, just you know, the the universal <laughs> love of the movie, I'm starting to wonder if I just for some reason just was really tired and didn't realize it and just I just kept dozing off through the movie. I mean, it is a huge info dump. There is a lot of there are a lot of scenes of characters just telling you shit. Um, but it's also I, I also thought the first movie was a little long. Um, so, you know, maybe it's just that style is not exactly my cup of tea. But I mean, it was certainly visually stunning and there were some fantastic moments in it. Uh, I just I think I need to give it another watch. I think I think maybe I was just not physically in the right frame of mind because we i think we were still just coming off of covid or maybe just getting sick i don't remember but uh, i just i had trouble staying awake so i missed a lot of the movie scott i loved it i thought it was great i thought scott it, is it, correct. i thought it looked beautiful <laughs> um i enjoyed the story that they were telling and how they told it um even even knowing that this was made as the the middle installment for what's absolutely going to be a trilogy that wraps it up even knowing that i was still caught a little bit off guard when we got to the end mm-hmm. and it was Same. a, a that, straight, up, that, that. straight up cliffhanger Mother. <laughs> see i wish i had known that going in that it was well now you know I, that it was I, part I, one. I didn't know it and i am glad that i didn't know it because everyone in the theater was like what what ah! It was great. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to cut all that out. Um, the, the only part that was difficult for me in that movie is watching the scenes go by where you know there's like at least 68 Easter eggs on screen and you can't stop. That is that is the joy of it being on demand. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I purchased it. I have a digital copy now. And yes, the the... <laughs> There was quite a bit of pausing going on. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume none of you saw that or that or that. Making a lot of assumptions, man. I feel okay. Have you seen Strays, Virginia? <laughs> no. Has anyone here seen Strays? Only the trailers. The blackening. Remind, remind me what Strays is. Stray dogs. On on the on a mission to bite some jerk owner's balls. I guess not. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds like a noble mission. Yeah, 
You seen the blackening, Virginia? <laughs> no. Anyone here seen the blackening? No? Okay, no. then stop questioning me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Facebook notifications, making sure no one's sending me a message that I should be reading. No, okay. I saw the blackening. <laughs> Did you? No, I was saying that's no. what the message was. Oh, I'm like, no, you didn't. Rick. No, I didn't. In fact, I would say of the people on this, you definitely did not see the black. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone here is more likely to have seen the blackening. Um, Asteroid City. I know Sean saw this. Has anyone else seen it? Or I don't have think I've heard of this. That's Wes Anderson, right? Yeah. I yes. am so hot and cold with his movies that I just. Is it is it available for streaming yet? <laughs> yes. Is it? It Maybe might even it a... be. Um, on Paramount Plus or Peacock, I think it is. I think it's on one of those now for you know for free if you have those services. Because the the problem with it for me is like amongst my friends, people who whose opinions I trust, it's like for everyone that said this movie is great, somebody else went, oh my god, why did I waste two hours of my life on this film? So I, I yeah, I, I think don't know. I think Sean said he he had he, like he was not I, th I think he had the same kind of reaction generally Wes Anderson um hot and cold and I I would say I feel the same way about it I've not seen it I think Sean said he didn't care for it that may be if Sean doesn't like a movie there's it's gotta be a raging <laughs> yeah <pile. laughs> yeah no I I no, saw it I it's not oh you did see it yes and it's I mean it's Wes Anderson and I feel like it it had all the quirks you expect from a Wes Anderson. It has the aesthetic that you expect, but it also had perhaps more than I could handle of the usual foibles of a Wes Anderson. So, you know, very, very few compelling female characters. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, it's it almost sounds redundant to say this, but like self-indulgent, you know, it, it was like it's too proud of itself. It's like too wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And mm. yeah. I I didn't dislike it. I sort of enjoyed it. But when it was over, I I struggled to get the point. I was sort of like you know, is this what they're saying? And if this is what they're saying, is that worth saying? And I I say this as someone who's enjoyed a lot of Wes Anderson's. Like I'm someone where if there's a new Wes Anderson, I run to the theater. And this one, I, I don't know. I can't say it was bad. I can't say it was good. I, I remain torn. <laughs> I'm not sure. So I feel like you if, you're a, if you're a fan of Wes Anderson, see it and make your own determination. Do you have any desire to see it again? No. Okay. Uh, I'm, again, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who's seen this. Only one who would want to see and want to see it as a strong term. Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. I oh, saw is that it. The, is that that animated one? It sure is. I mm. vaguely heard about it, but it didn't, didn't, really make it past the edge of my radar that's about right <laughs> the, the title makes me 
wonder if I want to see it. You don't. <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. That's Again, the, go ahead. It's the most, um, my most impatient wait for uh, streaming of the year. So you have not seen it, but it is high on your list. Yes. Um, okay. I think, yeah, I think it's coming out soon if it's not already. Uh, I also have not seen it. Has anyone here seen it? I think I've only seen the first one or two Mission Impossible movies. So no. I honestly think they get better as the series goes on. I mean, one is superior to two, but then three up till now, they're getting better. I, I think I mentioned when this movie was coming out that I've, I, I think I've finally gotten over my being pissed off at one for, for the villain. Um, and I just, I just haven't gotten around to watching the interim films yet. So I haven't, the only reason I haven't seen this new one is because I need to catch up on the others. Yeah. Um, it is on my list. I would not say it's, a must on my list it's it's I, I i think of the mission impossible films and and i enjoy them i tend to enjoy them um but uh, mission impossible and like the james bond films are kind of in the same boat for me not surprisingly um are the mi movies it, as misogynistic hmm? are the mission impossible movies as misogynistic is that as possible? the new no i wouldn't say the new james bond films are as misogynistic the newer ones, yeah, not as much. Uh, when yeah, when I say James Bond, I'm not talking about like. <laughs> I mean, I mean the uh, Daniel did, Craig. Did ones. you see Skyfall? <laughs> yeah. I guess I didn't see what you saw, or at least I don't it's, remember that well. I, I saw it I, once. I've seen it. I know exactly what Rick is referring to, and and yes, Rick has a a, a very strong point. I presume he does. It's I just it's, don't really it's a it. moment in the movie rather than the series overall. It's a very it, it's the moment that turned me off for the rest of the Bond movies forever. How about that? They put a drink ride. on a girl's head. Uh, George right. <laughs> These are this summer's movies. Joy Wait, did we did did Neek say she had seen those or not? I've not seen a single Mission Impossible. Is that you hadn't gotten around to it, you have no desire to, or it is an act of choice to not see them? Um, The only thing that could make me see them is Henry Cavill. He's in one of them, right? He is. he in more than one of them? I don't think so. Okay, so like maybe one day I'll see the one he's in? <laughs> it was very good. It's a but, solid choice. But it's very good. there's nothing else in them to to draw me in. That's fair. He's in the sixth um, one, Fallout. Okay. It was it was I, really good. I didn't even know there were six of them. Oh, there's a bunch. There's like a jillion or something. <laughs> there's well, now there's seven. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 impossible because he's like 80 years old. He should be dead. Joyride. He's not that old, but he's very old to be doing what he's doing. <laughs> Joyride. Uh it looks hilarious to me. It's on my list. Um, comedy featuring, I believe, an all-Asian cast. I have not seen it. And because I know I want to see it, I don't know much about it, so I haven't really looked at the trailers. Uh, are, any of, are any of you familiar with it and or have seen it? 
I've not no. seen it. It's on my list. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, okay, Netflix original film. They cloned Tyrone. Yeah, uh, you have I know said that's good. seen this. I know that Nick has seen it. Uh, Virginia has not seen it. Rick, I'm guessing, has not seen it. Since no. you, said, you said it's good. Scott, have you seen it? Um, I haven't seen it. I saw the I saw the trailers. That's one of those. I'm I'm gonna get to it. Neek, what do you think? Um, I thought it was very enjoyable. Like I had a good time watching it. But then when it ended, I was almost like angry because it was so close to being really good. And there's just mm -hmm. it just there's just such a huge plot hole in it that it sort of pissed me off and it it sort of ruined the whole thing for me. And I don't I don't want to, you know, give anything away, so I won't mm -hmm. say anything more than that. But yeah, it, it was a little bit disappointing because of that for me. I can see that. Uh I saw it. I enjoyed it. Um I liked it I, I think when <laughs> uh when I first saw the trailer for it maybe a month ago or a month or two ago. Um, I am I am a member of a few Facebook groups, like I assume most of us are. And one of the uh, groups that I'm on is Black Nerd Alliance for blurds like myself. And I saw the trailer and I posted the trailer and I said, this is either going to be the best movie or the worst movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's not the best movie ever, but it was very enjoyable, and I and I very much appreciated um, the aesthetic of the film. It is it's it reminded me weirdly of um, Batman the animated series because it is you can't really tell when it's set because there's indications that it's set in the seventies, but they're mentioning things from the eighties and today or they talk like they're kind of in the 80s or the 90s and they're like and they'll make oh yeah I grew up watching this which was in the 90s which makes you think it's today but they're driving cars from the 70s it's <laughs> I I appreciated the and it's and it's shot like it's from the 70s like like going as so far as to they'll put like a little speck on the film like <laughs> like like you're watching yeah. it in an old in an old theater it, they shot I, it on it was, film they shot it on film yeah. Can can you um, can you give a, a spoiler free just ballpark of what it's about? All I all I know about it is the title and you said you liked it. I would say do not Spo give a synopsis. Just say it's comedy sci-fi. Give okay. it a go. Okay. I will <clears throat> I will I will heed that advice. Because I um, the the thing I'm I'm trying to think of a way to say it without giving anything away. Yeah, is it, um, is it I don't streaming think you, yet? You don't want to give anything away. Yes, it is streaming. Yeah, it's it is, it is a Netflix film. All right, so it's on it's on Netflix. Oh, we don't. I, and, but I'm I'm also trying to think. Would Rick like it? I, you know what? <laughs> what was the one I was I said for you, Virginia? Like I could see you loving it or hating it. I, oh, oh, John um, Wick. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, I, I would say this would be like John Wick for you. Like if you're. I think after about 30 minutes, you will either be, okay, I like where this is going, or you're like, I don't get with this and I don't like it. It's okay. a slow burn, though. It, it is. It takes a while to get going, so I don't know if half an hour is enough. This is Rick. <laughs> <laughs> if Rick I, I usually, if, if I start a movie, I usually finish it. 
there are very few exceptions. Um, like, like I don't, I don't think you will, I don't think you'll be mad if you watch it. Like, even if you're not, even if you're not super your cup of tea, I don't think you'd be like, well, that sucked. Um, I just don't know if you'll be like, okay, I guess it was fine, or I really liked it, because the I like there are specific aspects of it that I think that you would really like a lot. And there are specific aspects of it that I think uh, you, that would turn you off about it. So I, I don't, I, I'm not really I, sure what I, you call I, I, I want to give it a, I, I want to give it a, and, and more so now after this conversation, I, this, I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. Um, Oppenheimer. Anyone want to have it. Yep. Have not seen it. Neither have I. It's one of those I'll pr I'll probably get to it. That Nolan films are intimidating to me now. <laughs> hmm. I have not seen it. I don't even know if it's necessarily on my list. I'm not super big on historical stuff. Depending, Neek, what do you think? Uh, I mean, if you're not into historical stuff, then don't bother. I thought it was good for what it was. I, I don't even know if I would recommend it. I, it almost depends. Like, I feel like, you know, for me, having grown up in the 80s, I, I, I feel like I got overdosed on stuff about World War II, like throughout mm -hmm. my life. And so I was like, oh, here's another one. Like, I, I kind of, I already knew most of the story sort of thing. And so, and so I don't know the the lessons it was imparting were not necessary for me. So it didn't really, you know, give me anything that I didn't already have from seeing other movies or I don't know, going to history class. Um, but my understand, like I, you know, a friend of a friend who's only like 10 years younger than me saw it and was completely, um, surprised and, and like no no not blown away I don't get the sense that she necessarily enjoyed it but she had no frame of reference and she was like oh I never knew about this that or the other mm -hmm. which to me was shocking because mm -hmm. I'm like how can you not know that like that's the fabric of our lives but I guess it so I guess that just that 10-year generation difference just being a millennial for her it was not these were not touchstones of her life and, you know, my mother saw it and she had even more context because, um, you know, there, this, the, again, I don't want to give anything away, but there was one character in the movie that, you know, I assumed he was based on someone real just because everyone was, um, mm -hmm. but I didn't actually know about him and I didn't know what his eventual storyline was going to be. And apparently, you know, my mother was highly familiar with him. And so I was like, oh, oh that's interesting to know that the generation before mine you know, had even more information about whatever was going on in this movie. So if you are a fan of period pieces, then yes, maybe go see it. But Ooh, if you're not, maybe I should see it. then maybe don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like Virginia is probably, is probably up your alley. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, too, I'm right? very intrigued by the, the Manhattan Project. You know, we, we kind of, and, and I'm sure we will talk about this movie, um, you know, we kind of had to choose, well, I, I, that's a strong way to put it. You know, it was either Barbie or Oppenheimer. And it was pretty obvious what we were going to go see because Oppenheimer probably doesn't need to be seen on the big screen. So when it hits streaming, I'll watch it. Uh, you know, I, 
I know a bit about the Manhattan Project. I know a lot more about what was going on in the space program at that time. Um, not much. It was mostly it was happening in Nazi Germany at the time, but um, I, I am I'm fascinated by the Manhattan Project, and I've heard this movie is really good, and uh, so I'm I'm intrigued by it. You know, actually, what I will say is the movie did make me. It made me want to know about certain things about the Manhattan Project or certain characters in the movie that were not in the movie. I was sort of like, mm. why did they focus on A instead of focusing on B? You know, with the understanding that, I mean, the movie's called Oppenheimer. Obviously, it's going to be about this, mostly about this dude. Um, and so, like, that very same day, being aware that there is a TV show out there called Manhattan, about the Manhattan Project, I went, I started to watch that. And then I was like, oh, this show kind of sucks. So I didn't keep watching it. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know if that's a criticism of the movie. Just that for me, it made me want, it it, it, it left me wanting. Because I was like, oh, I wish they had focused more on, on, on the, these other things. See, the way you were saying that, I thought you were saying it almost as a positive. It was like, oh, it, it left me wanting to know more which I guess made it well that's job. it it could be a positive or a negative and and I mean I I, I don't want to be a broken record but you know there's only two female characters in this movie and like collectively they have like 10 lines like mm. you know you could say like well that's totally valid because it's about this thing well there are lots of women who were involved in this thing so I don't feel that that's it's valid to make a movie and completely exclude you know half the world yeah. But carry on. All the cool women were in that other movie that we'll talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they just knew better than to do this stupid thing. <laughs> Haunted Mansion. Loved uh, it. Okay. Sorry. Did not see it. <laughs> I was going to toss to you, but go ahead, Rick. Really. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the first one, the the one, the Eddie Murphy one. Uh, mm -hmm. Though I, you know, it was so long ago, I don't remember the story i know people were like is it a sequel it's like no it's just another movie based on a disney ride but it was tons of fun i really enjoyed it great performances uh great visuals uh yeah, the story is is it's got as much of a story as it needs to have <laughs> and it's got tons of easter eggs from the ride so that's that's what i was there for and we really enjoyed it uh i saw it I also liked it. I think this is maybe the rare occasion where Rick liked a film more than I did. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was good. And I also I thought the Eddie Murphy movie from was it late nineties, maybe? Yeah, it was it was okay. It was it was okay. I liked this better than that. Um yeah, it was it was it was it was a fun movie. Um, well, let me let me ask you a quick question. Mm -hmm. Are you a fan of the ride? Yeah, so it's okay. I don't love the ride, but I, okay. I enjoy the ride. Yeah, it's it's my all time favorite Disney ride. It's it's oh. probably the only one that I've ridden multiple multiple times. And in fact, when I was at Disney in January, I stood in line for an hour to ride it a second time, and I didn't so, feel it was time wasted. Do you feel? Because being a big fan of the Swiss material can go either way. Do you feel like it made you more act, more inclined to like it or more inclined to be critical of the movie? Uh, more inclined to like it because they, while they they hit like the, 
and I'm not going to spoil anything. They they hit the big moments that everybody mm-hmm. who has ever ridden the ride knows about, but they also threw in lots of little Easter eggs that if you've if you're f- familiar enough with the ride, you go, oh, that's that thing from there, and oh, it's the wallpaper, yeah. and it's you know, and it it, it helped. I also appreciate that when they did throw in the Easter eggs, it kind of made sense that those yeah, it wasn't happening. in your face, it wasn't inorganic, it worked. It yeah, worked it wasn't just yeah. because oh, my wife just gave a thumbs up too. Yeah, <laughs> this is on the rise, so it needs to be in the movie. Like, well, okay, but like when this happens in the movie, it's supported by the plot, and like you said, it had enough. Yeah. It, you know, it's not like it was. You know, this is not Shakespeare, but no. it was fine. Well, this is some Shakespeare. Some Shakespeare sucks. There we go. That's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. I'll do a show about that anytime you want. <laughs> uh, let's see. Are we the only two that saw it? Yeah. I think I can probably skip ahead. I'll I'll see if they're like I feel like a lot of these others like none of you have seen. I'll I'll go through them quickly. Um. Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. If you if you have seen it, thumbs up. If you've not seen it, thumbs down. And I will announce to the audience so we can move quickly. Talk to you me. You can't see me, though. Okay. Well, Virginia can talk. <laughs> okay. I'm just pointing out. Talk to me. Um, horror movie. So haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. Seen it. <laughs> haven't seen it. Virginia, have you seen it? No. You no. It. It's a horror movie. You it. The Meg 2 Trench. Scott, have you seen it? No. Oh man, I want to see it though. I love freaking shark movies. Do you really? I do. Okay, it is on demand. Heart of Stone, the Gal Gadot movie, a Netflix streaming movie. Have not seen it. No, I've seen it. I think it. I, sh- I think the trailer intrigued me, but not enough that I remember it. It's on my when I'm home and got nothing to put on. I'll put it on list. That's good. Godot um, as sort of like a Angelina Jolie action hero sort of. Yeah, I think she's a, spy, think she's a movie. spy. Yeah, yeah. In my head canon, it's the same universe as uh, Netflix is the Gray Man and Extraction, because sure. it looks like the same tone. Have you seen those films? Yes. Have you seen Extraction too? Yes. I didn't put it on my list, but since you've seen it, how was it? I liked it. I, I thought it was good. A, a nice follow-up to the second one the things that you like about the first uh, follow-up to the first one the things you like about the first one they're there and and ramped up in the second one not to john wick levels but okay extraction two orthodontist Crickets. Crickets. last voyage last voyage of the demeter want uh, to see it didn't realize it was out yet same Okay, Dracula on a boat, basically, like old. Well, when when I saw <laughs> yeah. the when I saw the the I I'm haven't not, seen I'm the not trailer as a negative, but I went, no, yeah, just Dracula on a boat. When I saw the I saw like the ad in a, a, a just just a still ad, and it said last last voyage of the Demeter. I was like Demeter, that's the boat from Dracula. And then I saw a trailer. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't know that. I don't think if I have ever read Dracula, it was many many moons ago. It is so. such a good book. I've read it many times. I highly recommend it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Have not, I have seen, not, it. Have not seen, seen it. I have not seen it. I have seen it. Uh, I thought it was very good. Uh, Sean has seen it. Uh, he has reported that it is very good. I think he liked it a little better than I did. And I liked it a lot. Like, I, I'm, this is not a criticism. I 
feel like maybe the first 20, 30 minutes are a little slower than I would have liked. Um, and it's also, it's done in an art style that I don't particularly love. Um, anyone who grew up in the 90s, Nickelodeon, if I say the Klasky Supo style, the Rugrats style, the uh, mm -hmm, Wild, mm -hmm. Wild Thornberries style, it's kind of like that. Um, it's animated well, it's written well, and it's acted well. So, but, but I, so I, and I did enjoy it, but it, it kind of, I kind of had to settle into the visuals. Um, and maybe, maybe that's why the first, you know, portion of it didn't work as well for me. But also it was slightly more predictable, but then after that, it, it continued to surprise me. Definitely, um, if, you're, if you're intrigued about it at all, you should definitely see it. My only problem was that I didn't know it existed until we went to see Barbie and there was there was a display in the hallway of this and there was a there was a woman there dressed as a Ninja Turtle. And I'm like, there's a Ninja Turtle movie out? It just hadn't heard about it at all. Yeah. I, I'm uh, interested. I want to catch it, but I was a turtle maniac when the first live action movie came out. So I hang on to to that movie really tight as like the standard for Ninja Turtles movies. And I liked the first one too. I would say for me, I wouldn't say I was ever a turtle maniac, but I was definitely a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's like right in like when I was like, you know, a kid. That was right during my Saturday mornings. Um, and I love that first movie also. You should see this movie. I'm not necessarily going to say it's as good. You should see this movie. But it, it is very good in many, very many ways. Uh Gran Turismo, where the video game kid does real racing. I just Haven't want this it. movie out no. of the goddamn trailer verse. <laughs> uh, I'll probably see it. I'm in no hurry to see it. Uh, Landscape with Invisible Hand, which is like the alien. Haven't seen it? Check the trailer. Aliens come to Earth. It seems to be a cerebral sci-fi comedy. Aliens come to That's Earth an and... interesting word salad. <laughs> Say again what that movie is called? Landscape with Invisible Hand. Is it is it a foreign film? No. Hmm. Okay. And it has actors that you will recognize. It looks good. Um I I it seems it's it's like a it it seems to have a very uh Cannes Film Festival limited release kind of feel to it. And I want to I don't think it's out on demand yet. I think it like literally just came out in the theaters maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um okay. I encourage I mean you to I've literally never heard of it. It's not even like, oh yeah, I sort of heard about it and just that's the right. first it's, I've ever heard it. Yeah. It's fine. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> uh Blue Beetle. Rick, loved it. it. Loved it. I'll, I'll say this with, and I'm not, this, I don't think this is really a spoiler. It's on the surface a by the number superhero film. There is not a surprise in the film, but the relationship of the family left us in tears. Both my wife and I were sobbing at the end. Uh, Scott, have you seen it? I have not. Not yet. It's one of those. I'll when it's streaming, I'll catch it because I I like keeping up on the DC movies to see what they do with it. Um, but I didn't make the effort to get out into the theater and catch it. Virginia, have you seen it? 
I have not. Uh, I have seen it. Uh, and I liked it too. Again, like, you know, I'm saying it's rare, but that's two now that Rick, I think maybe liked it better than I did. And, and I found myself doing that thing that I often wag my finger at other people for doing, which is not just judging a movie on its own merits because, uh, and I'm not comparing it to the comic book. Um, I, I like, I think it's, it's like you said, Rick, it's, it's not, surprising really in any way which isn't necessarily a negative thing but it kind of is like as much as i want to not compare it to marvel movies it's, i can't not compare it's impossible it. not to it's, it's impossible not to and not in the sense that you know the budget is better or, or whatever but in the sense that this is the kind of movie if this had come out in the 90s, the late 90s, this would be fantastic. This is great. Mm -hmm. This super. This is an amazing superhero movie. This is such a faithful adaptation. There's action. There's comedy. The acting is good. There's a plot. Um, there's a surprise or two. Kind. Well, not really. Kind of. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. And and that's what I'm <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like it is hard whether it is fair or not, the bar has been raised for superhero films. And what would have been a great, great movie in the 90s, you know, we've had, what, 30-something superhero movies now, like, like in the past 10, 15 years. And what would have been a great film, it's an okay film. Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anyone not to see it. I enjoyed it. Um, but I wouldn't say you got to run out and see it either. I, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's by the numbers. It's, you know, it, the first half hour of the film or so, I was like, all right, this is exactly what the trailer showed it to be. It's like the greatest American mm -hmm. hero meets Iron Man. Um, yeah. They they did put way too much in the trailer. Yeah. And, and they, I, I think, I think we've mentioned this before. I am not mad when studios lie to you in the trailer. <laughs> if, they, if they if they put a scene in the trailer that's not in the movie, I don't care that much. If they if there's some photo from behind the scenes, oh, so and so is going to be in this movie because he was photographed on set and then he's not in the movie, or the CGI changed. I don't care that much, but they over in the trailer they edited things together to make a scene that didn't happen. Like the dialogue is from this scene and the shot was from this scene, which made it seem like this was the scene. But really they just took the audio from this part and laid it over that part, mm -hmm. which is a lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one thing to peek behind the curtain. It's like, oh, I thought that they were doing this, but actually it's turned out to be this. <clears throat> But the trailer is not lying. You just misinterpreted. No, they lied <laughs> the trailer about a scene, which, you know, it's not the greatest sin in the world, but it did kind of bug me. I'd, I'd say it's worth it's worth seeing, and it's it, worth it, seeing. It, I agree. The, the VFX were good. Uh, yeah, and you know, it's it's like with uh, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, which you know I'm lukewarm on at best but the cast does a really great job in them, no matter how bad the stories are. Uh, 
And I think that's, I don't, and I don't think Blue Beetle has a bad story at all. It's, you know, like you said, after, you know, you run out of storylines for a superhero after a while. And these have been going for almost a hundred years now. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I'm not... it, but it was the, it was the interactions with the characters, with the, the family I, that I, re I really enjoyed. When we do, I assume if we do, um, and an episode devoted to Blue Beetle, like, like we used to do in Cosmic Potato, um, I will I will go into more of my criticisms. But at this point, some yeah. of those criticisms will be spoilers. Yeah, um, and I, I also probably need to see it a second time. But just you know, I, I mean, I you thought, know, yeah, that's fine. I'm not trying to <laughs> trying to get you to downgrade <laughs> your review. Uh, bottoms, not yet. Have I seen it? Have I seen it? Have I seen it? No, no. You said not yet, as in it's on your list, Rick? I'm not sure. <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I haven't decided whether it's something I want to see or not. Equalizer three. Nope. Denzel Washington. Yeah, I don't really, as much as I love Denzel, I don't really have any desire to see it. It looks, I mean, okay. I assume it'll be like Equalizer 2 or Equalizer, which I never really found that compelling. I enjoyed I, I I enjoyed them enough to want to catch this third installment. I'm this this one I'm looking forward to. Not maybe not as much as Mission Impossible, but I definitely want to catch it. All right. Well, I feel like that wraps up our summer movie. <laughs> you missed a big one. I, hate I can't you. think I can't think of any single film that I did not uh Okay, I assume we've all seen Barbie. Yep. Well, that's yes. not what I was talking about, but yes, that too. Interesting. What did I? What miss were there? you talking about? Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, you're right. That was yep. It's right there in bold. <laughs> uh, so this just came out. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny just came out on demand. I did not see it in the theater. Um, uh, the kids and I did an Indiana Jones marathon because I think they've seen the first one. And now they're a little bit older, so like, didn't necessarily want to show them uh, Temple of Doom, <laughs> but now they've got a great deal of anime under their belt. <laughs> <laughs> Temple of Doom is hella tame. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we started watching the uh, four earlier films on, I think, Friday night, and we watched Dial of Destiny. Um, we started it last night and we all got tired. And so we finished it this morning. Um, I liked it. I liked it. It. I will say, this is a side note, but uh, watching it, because all, all of the Indiana Jones films, aside from this last one, are available on Paramount or Disney Plus, and Disney Plus, I should say. And... Um, I remember really kind of hating uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Watching them all back to back, it is no worse. <laughs> it is no more ridiculous than any other Indiana Jones film. It's just not. It's not. Like, I think I, like a lot of people, were kind of caught up in the, oh, wow, it's Indiana Jones. I remember these being the best movies ever. It's going to be so good. And it wasn't super amazing. It was fine. It was good. I think I liked it. But it wasn't as good as the last. No, no, you watch them all back to back. It is. 
they, there's ridiculous things in all of those films and there's stuff that doesn't make sense and Indy shouldn't survive this in all of those films. And that seems impractical in all of these films. Uh, and it was fine. Um, so yeah, side note for, uh, you know, in support of the Crystal Skull, but Donald Destiny, I enjoyed. Who else has I seen would, it? I would welcome a episode devoted to a retrospective of the of the indie over because uh, i wow do i disagree with you on <laughs> i'm sure uh, i would ask when was the last time you watched it i only watched crystal skull once there you go uh, me too and i have no desire to watch it again you watched it uh, once i'm guessing when it first came out yeah i saw it in the theater and was absolutely appalled um i i think raiders Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. If you, can you must Raiders, now that Rick, it's titled. It's fine. it's fine. You can say Raiders. I know I, it makes your blood boil every it time. It pisses you... me off when they change. Anyway. I um, know it did. Yeah. And I know it's a bitchy, petty thing to be upset about. <laughs> you but, don't have to. Uh, it's fine. You can say it. You can <laughs> um, say it. Raiders was and still is. And I I watch it frequently and it's brilliant. Temple of Doom. Garbage. Uh, yeah. yeah. Temple yeah. of Doom is my indie. Oh, okay. Because that was the first one I saw. I saw it when I was like eight years old in theater, <laughs> and I loved it. It's such a visceral memory for me. So that's that's Fair enough. That's the indie for me. Okay. I would say I'm in, I'm in between you two. I don't I don't think it's garbage. Um, I've it. I very much enjoyed it. I think my favorite is The Last Crusade. And I, uh, I was going to say, Last Crusade is almost as good as Raiders, in my opinion. Yeah. See, I think, that I think one I, was I, my indie because my mom loved both Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. <laughs> so that one was in high rotation at our house. So I, I, I love that one. I, I took a poll after we'd seen them all. And um, we all... Actually, no. I think they said uh, the kids... Uh, currently 10 and 12 said that they think the Crystal Skull may have been their favorite and mm -hmm. that uh, the Temple of Doom was their least favorite uh, but they enjoyed them all and they and they did like the Dial of Destiny a lot like they liked they liked them all Scott review um, it because it just recently hit uh, streaming that means it recently hit my my usual means of film acquisition. So I haven't seen it yet. Oh, of okay. course I will, but I have not managed to yet. I, just, I presume that you had my apologies. You're right, wait, wait, Virginia. Um, I'm not infallible. Huzzah. That's right. <laughs> you got me. Were it not for uh, uh, technical issues outside of my control, I would have already seen it, but I just haven't managed it. All right, I'm gonna put an uh, I'm gonna put an asterisk next to your victory. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I just say really quickly? I didn't sure. actually say what I thought of of Dial of Destiny. Sure, I re I really liked it. I wish that had been the way they did Crystal Skull because my biggest problem with Crystal Skull was we had a 65 year old guy acting like he was still in his you know mid 30s, whereas in Dial of Destiny at least he was like not jumping through windshields and swinging by his, by his whip or anything. He was actually acting his age, maybe a little exaggerated. Most 
you know, 75 year olds aren't going to survive what he did, but it wasn't as blatant in Dial of Destiny as it was in Crystal Skull. That's fine. All right. Okay. Before we uh, address the big, bedazzled, beautiful pink <laughs> elephant in the room, <laughs> any other films? <laughs> that movie was so good. The movie was so good. I can't even contain, I can't even like, are there any other films? No, man. It was other films. Barbie was. <laughs> Barbie Summer. Barbie there, there, is one, there is one other you missed. What is that? The Flash. Yep. Did I even know? Oh, I didn't highlight it. No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I I did see The Flash when it came to streaming. It is now available on streaming and on HBO Max. Well, I guess it's just Max now. Um, I liked it. Like, there's like you know, there's complaints about oh, the CGI in the opening sequence is not great. Yeah, the CGI is not great, but it's fine. The plot is fine. Um, the plot I would actually say is better than fine. I would say the plot is good. Some of the characterization, and I don't mean he's not like this in the comics. I mean this character in the movie is annoying to the point of it just shy of unlikable. Um, but it is just shy of unlikable. So he's likable enough. Or I guess no spoilers. I no, no. <laughs> if I was referring to the actor, I would say they're likable enough, but I'm talking about the character. So he's likable <laughs> enough. um no i i enjoyed it and i and i've i've gone on record i was saying this is of the many forays of various universes discussing the multiverse that we've had in the past few years bruce wayne explaining the multiverse to barry allen (laughs) in this film is my favorite explanation of the multiverse thus far it's it's because i i i mean I'm familiar with the multiverse. I understand the concept. And this was a way to explain it and explain some of the choices that I thought made perfect sense and was a refreshing, if not unique, take. Uh, Scott. Um, I definitely agree with what you had to say about their explanation of of the multiverse. Um, I wanted to start with that because I'm I'm very much on the same page with you. Um, overall, the movie was not as much of a mess as I was anticipating, considering how long it took to actually get here. Um, it was just good enough that I really wished it had been better. Um, a lot of the CG I, I took issue with because a lot of it looked very gummy, very ropey. Um, Polar Express. But overall, (laughs) I mean, I I certainly didn't regret going to the theater to see this one because I I wanted more than with most movies to avoid being accidentally spoiled by the internet at large. So I wanted to go catch it before too much of the details just started coming out uh, online. So overall, I thought it was fine. I don't think that 
it's uh, good enough to warrant continuing that particular DC cinematic universe. But it was fine. Virginia, have you seen it? I have not. Neek, have you seen it? I have, and I enjoyed it. I, you know, it might actually be, aside from the Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movie might be one of my favorite DCs. I thought it was pretty good. I, I mean, I'm, it I'm might be it might be that I went in with really low expectations, but yeah, it's it's the sort of movie where you're like, ah, oh, really a shame about Ezra Miller because like mm, I want to right. like him, like he was so good in this, and I'm like, oh, oh well. Well, he was good at half of this, <laughs> or <laughs> half of him was good in this. No, but like I, I find him being like like super duper annoying sorry, was them. We was should say, we should say them right sorry them was part of the appeal like that was kind of part of the point. It was I just I I didn't appreciate the choice let's put it that way I I felt like they made I don't think it's a spoiler for anyone who's uh, seen the trailers that there's two versions of Barry there's a Let's call him present and past Barry. Um, I feel like one of them was more irritating than they should have been. Um, and their reasoning was because he was raised by two parents. <laughs> he was he was just he was like infantile at the age of the youth, and I'm like. I'm like I mean, I guess maybe I just, you know, maybe I'm not on board with the whole these kids today and like thing, but like it's, and again, it, it, it's, it's, I very much enjoyed the movie and as complaints go, it's relatively a minor complaint. I did, I did like the movie. Um, and it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't to the point where I didn't like the character, um, but it, it, it was kind of, I feel like they they should have maybe edited out some of it or toned it down a bit, and it would have made a better film. I I went in with I'm so, I'm zero sorry. expectations. I, I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dylan. If if you have oh. more to say about it, no, it's fine. Uh, Rick, I, okay, I I went in with zero expectations. Um, I I could have easily given the movie a pass, but uh, my wife is a big DC fan, and so we saw it. Uh. I didn't like Ezra as the Flash going back to long before we found out about their off-screen troubles. Um, but also, I will freely admit that I am totally spoiled on Grant Gustin. And, like, Christopher Reeve is Superman and Grant Gustin is the Flash. And so seeing somebody else play him, play the Flash, I, I already have a problem with it. But I, I just, I, I don't like them as the flash I, it just doesn't work for me but the movie was a lot better than i expected it to be and during that scene where we get sort of those cameos i got a little mm -hmm. choked up uh mm -hmm. even though that was some of the worst cg in the whole film <laughs> uh it, 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 it i i think if if i didn't know going in that this was a one-off that you know, the people in charge now, James Gunn and stuff have, you know, dropped the, the axe on pretty much everything we've seen in the DC universe up till now. 
I, I don't necessarily want to see more Ezra Miller's Flash, but this movie was fine. It was it was enjoyable. Okay. Um, have I skipped anyone or any film? Um, nope, that's all I've got. Before we talk, before we talk about Barbie. All right. I enjoyed that film, Barbie. I thought it was a. I thought it was a real good movie. Neek. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a good popcorn movie. It was really enjoyable. All the actors, they knew what they were meant to do, and they did it. And and. I would also argue that this is more um, Ryan Gosling's movie than Margot Robbie's movie, but that's not a criticism at all. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised at both the role and the relevance of Ken in this film. Mm -hmm. Virginia. Um, I also really enjoyed it. This was actually the first movie I have seen in a theater since the Before Times and Rise of Skywalker. And wow. um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm so glad I went to the earliest showing where there were only like five other people in the theater wearing my mask to go see this movie that I had no, I went in not knowing what to expect at all, except my niece, who is 10, she said that it made her sad. And I'm like, oh, look and flip, does a Barbie movie make somebody sad? So that was my only, my only impression going into this movie. And I see what she was saying now, but I was also very pleasantly surprised by like how how like how fulfilling the storyline was. Like, it wasn't just, um, like, there was some meaning behind the plot and stuff, and it wasn't just, like, you know, unicorns and rainbows or whatever. So I really liked, I feel like going in not knowing anything made me enjoy it even more and made me appreciate the nostalgia even more because, oh, my God, so much nostalgia. Anyway, okay, I think that is about as spoiler-free as I can make it. Mm -hmm. Uh Scott, have you seen it? No. <laughs> Suck it, Scott. <laughs> I mean, I will. I wasn't avoiding it. It's not that I don't want to see it. Just haven't been able to yet. <laughs> Rick. I enjoyed it. I, I don't think I was as blown away by it as, as many were. Uh, I thought the the message of the film was a little fuzzy, but I still, it still was, I had a good time. Um, I, I, I think I really need to see it again. Um, it just, it, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the funniest thing about the movie was afterwards because I now know what I do to my wife when we go see a Star Trek film, <laughs> because as, from the minute this, this credit started rolling, I started getting the entire history of Barbie and Midge and Squitch and whatever all the other characters are. <laughs> um, <laughs> all of the things I didn't I didn't notice or catch because I'd never heard of them before. Or, and 
I, it was it was very fun. I uh, it is absolutely deserving of all the praise and all of the the, the profit it has made, and it, it was really enjoyable. I just I I'm probably close to you know the least likely to get everything in the movie so uh you know some of it went over my head but i didn't have a bad time and uh yeah and 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 <laughs> i was worried because i i really don't like pink <laughs> and not for not for any chauvinistic reason i just don't like the color and like going down the 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 barbie aisle at the store is acutely paint my wife's giving me a look now <laughs> um i just that shade of pink just it bothers me i don't like it and the movie didn't overdo it with that so <laughs> what oh she didn't like it either <laughs> okay <laughs> um sort of a tangent okay hbo well max or whatever has a show that's streaming right now it's called I think Barbie's dream house challenge or something. Oh, we have to watch that. I keep forgetting. And they get like, um, well-known, um, like reno teams, like from TLC or, or HDTV or wherever. And they like assign them a decade and have them renovate each room in that decade of Barbie. And it is so fascinating and so interesting. And it turns out so well. I, if if you enjoyed the Barbie movie, I would highly recommend Barbie's Dreamhouse Challenge on HBO Max. I'm gonna write that down because I I even told my wife about it, and we just we just keep forgetting to watch it. Um, yeah, I I loved this movie. This I don't know the last time, and it's not like I had low expectations. Um, I think my fear about this movie was that it would be like um the scooby-doo movie or the um the brady bunch movie where it's this well-known property this well-known ip and oh now she's in the real world and it's weird that she has a, she's doing things like she's still in her place and it's weird because she's in the real world and we don't do things like oh it's funny and it's weird and that would be like the whole plot of the movie. And that's, I don't even know if that's a plot in the movie. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is a, and, but that's, that's how they, and this is, you know, to, to bring back what I was referring to earlier, that is what the trailers made it seem like the movie was going to be. And in a case like this, I don't mind, uh, when the trailers mislead what mm -hmm. the mislead the audience or what the film is going to be, because then I get this beautiful, wonderful surprise. Um, and there wasn't anything in the trailer that was false. They just showed they they showed scenes that, oh, okay, so Barbie's in the real world, and that's really all the trailer showed. And and uh, you know if you love Barbie. You will love this movie. If you hate Barbie, you'll love this movie. Was part of the trailer. I was like, oh, okay, that means nothing to me, but fine. I am neutral on Barbie. Will I love this movie? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and I do love this movie. It is like I could nitpick, and there's maybe two scenes that I'm like, well, I would have done that differently. I might have cut that there, or, or you know, I would have trimmed that down. But that's really it. It's almost a perfect film. And for me, when I say it's a perfect film, I mean it is. It does exactly what it sets out to do. Mm -hmm. um, it, it doesn't mean that there's no flaws. It doesn't mean that it's you know does everything in exactly the most technical or beautiful or problem-free way. Um, it's there are scenes in that film that will one thousand percent be. scenes that we talk about 50, 100 years from now. The, mm -hmm, the, the, mm -hmm. the way that Indy's boulder rolling after him is re recreated and is just part of our fabric. There are scenes in the Barbie movie that are going to be like that. Um, my opinion. Uh, the fact that they and, got Helen Mirren to do the, the, the voiceover especially and I don't the bit in the middle mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's freaking hilarious uh I I'm think I'm not going to say any more about it but. well I was going to say this is the last film and um that we're that we're going to talk about on the show tonight um and it was going to be like a two-hour show which is fine because we did like 50 60 movies I feel, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that I'm okay with that um, so, um, you know, I will put a note in the show notes or whatever that at this point in the time marker, we can talk spoilers Except Scott about, hasn't seen it yet. about any film that anyone wants to talk spoilers oh, about. Okay. Isn't it past Scott's bedtime anyway? <laughs> it is. It, it was pushing it. I, I figured we were going to be wrapping up here pretty soon. We are. <laughs> And I, yeah. You too, Virginia? Well, I, I still haven't eaten dinner. Oh my goodness. All right. Fine. I guess if you all hate feminism, <laughs> <laughs> Scott and Virginia and Rick, me I and Nick would have, whatever, you didn't like it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to have dinner with Barbie. So, hmm. We should do a Barbie uh, show. I think I think the movie deserves its own show. We should. Um, Barbie Life in the Dream House, also an animated show. Um, I can't I can't compare it to the the renovation show on on Max. I haven't seen the renovation show, but it's you know it's a kid show, but it's fun. It's like there's some jokes in there that like are worth watching. The, um, the animators definitely are like, all right, this is for the parents who are having to watch this for the 8,000th time with their kids. <laughs> are, are you are you saying that as a comment because you've seen it or you're yeah, saying you, well, you're about. talking about the, the, the computer animated Barbie yeah, show. Yeah, you watched it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter doesn't remember watching it, but we watched them all many times. <laughs> Fine, Rick, you're out of the doghouse. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, Okay, listeners, uh, I know that that was, um, well, I was about to say longer than you guys are used to. It's probably not. It's longer than you used to when I host the show. But 
uh, I hope you uh, found some value in what we had to say. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope um, you watched some of our recommendations. And please let us know what you think about some of the films that we've seen. And let us know if there's films that we didn't mention that you that you think uh, we should mention the next time we record A Cosmic Potato. Like I said, there's probably some of these movies that will uh, get their own shows devoted to them. Definitely Barbie, along with some others. Um, so in uh, deference to our contingent who need to call it a night, and I'm just playing tough. I'm sleepy too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's wrap up the show. Uh, Scott, where can people find you? Uh, various places on this very network, including as the host of that Star Trek podcast. Uh, new episodes starting up soon with the premiere of Lower Deck Season 4. And outside of podcasting, you can uh, check out some of my graphic artwork on my very own website, www.planetrisecreative.com. Neek. You can find me on that Star Trek podcast, and you can find me hosting Moon Show. Moon Show. Moon Show. A For Moon All Show. Mankind podcast. <laughs> and you can go to superanemic.com to read my Star Trek recaps. Virginia. Um, you can find me at Wait You've Never Seen here on this network where I and my co-host Zane are watching Doctor Who in River Song's timeline order. It's very fascinating. And Rick, the biggest feminist on the panel. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can find me also on that Star Trek podcast. You can find me occasionally on Captain Game Show. You can find me on uh, Cosmic Potato, as you have done at this very moment in time. Uh, and also, I will be starting my new news show, The Geekly World News. As for me, you can find uh, me often, not always, on Cosmic Potato, often, not always, on a Star Trek podcast, often, not always, on Moon Show, and on very rare occasions on uh, <laughs> Wait You've Never Seen. Uh, you know what? I'm, li I'm like the glitter of the infinite potato network like I, you, know, <laughs> you never you know just can't get ready <laughs> you can't get ready you, you, you think you think you're all done and oh what's this on my elbow it's john <laughs> on the podcast again <laughs> uh but if you uh want to find me on purpose you can listen to episodes of captain game show the trivia wordplay podcast on the infinite potato alliance network um do you need somebody to throw it to you for you might hear John say? Virginia, you volunteered. Virginia, <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to say? Be sure to tune in next time to Cosmic Potato where you might hear John say. I like to imagine that somewhere in the Star Wars multiverse, there's a version of Django Fett and Boba Fett that have adopted a dog and they named him Bingo Fett. Why are you like this? You love it. Usually childhood trauma. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Fredo's going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss. Help the show grow by leaving us a five-star rating and a review. 
or support the show by visiting us at patreon.com slash infinite potato. That's the worst goodbye I've ever heard. And you stole it from a movie. Be sure to join us again soon on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast, brought to you by InfinitePotato.com. Goodbye. This concludes our broadcast day. Did you want another one? This one's that was <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. I'm just asking, why are you like this? <laughs> you know, uh, if you just change the background music and the voice saying it, the phrase you can't stop the littles because the littles don't stop is horrifying. <laughs> no one's going to get that but me, which is why I didn't do it. But it's great. You just did it. <laughs> no, I didn't really do it. I mean, right. I guess. But okay, but none of you got it, right? Correct. Yeah, Sean would have got it. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs>